It's 704 at the Edge of America, and the Icebox Radio Theater is on the air. Yes, it's the Icebox Radio Theater coming to you from the Salty Jester, the premier arts and entertainment venue here in the Icebox of the Nation. And it's opening weekend here at the Salty Jester. We're thrilled to be a part of this, uh, along with the mother pluckers who are escaping as I speak. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, on tap tonight, we have three plays about life in the borderland, focusing on the border. But first, ladies and gentlemen, a word from our sponsor. This portion of the Icebox Radio Theater is brought to you by Snow. Looking for a cheap Christmas decoration? Try Snow. Do you need a place for the kids to play so they won't get so they'll get out of the house this winter? Snow. Worried that rich folks from down south will buy up all the good lake property and force up our property taxes? Don't worry. There's snow. Yes, snow. Alternating between beautiful and infuriating, snow is what makes Minnesota what it is. A picturesque natural wonderland that we'd leave for someplace warmer if we ever got the chance. So whether you need a little exercise or you're just hoping the potholes stay filled in for another few months, there's nothing that works better than our old friend, snow. Now available in three colors. Snow. It's what we have. One of the first things civilized men did in order to become civilized was create borders, rivers, mountain ranges, or even lines in the sand. These are the things that help us define our world. But just how fixed are these immovable objects of property? How constant is the world of bridges and customs lines, city limits, and state borders? We're in the office of Peter Linus, insurance agent. He has lived his whole life in the border town. His views on the border will become uh, obvious shortly, but today, Peter Linus will face a choice that he must either change his mind about the way things are or suffer the consequences. The Icebox Radio Theater presents, Have You Anything to Declare? Peter Linus' office, can I help you? Barb? Just a moment, please. What is it? Remember, it's Office of Peter Linus Insurance. It's also 4.55 on a Friday, Pete. Give me a break. Can I help you? No, we aren't taking any more calls today. What do you mean, why? Have you seen the time? <sighs> Nerve of some people. Uh, who is that? <gasps> Nobody. Wrong number. I'm going to take off, Pete. Yeah, it's not five yet. Oh, come on, boss. It's Friday. I have a calendar. And you have six minutes and a stack of files on your desk. You could easily go through those and just... Judy called earlier. Judy? Your wife. I know she's my wife. <laughs> That's good. The centerpiece? What? She wants you to pick up the centerpiece at the florist for the party tonight. This is the big housewarming, right? Oh, that's right. Oh, you should see this place, Barb. Yeah, well, I would, but I wasn't invited. Hundred-year-old Victorian. Last owner restored it beautifully. Uh-huh. Flowers. That's what she said, boss. 
Why does she need so many flowers? Hey, can I ask you something? Hmm? Well, buying this place in Canada, working over here in the U.S., isn't that going to create problems? What do you mean? Well, you're an American citizen, Pete. Don't you need to get your residency card or something like that to live over there? Oh, there, there's probably something, but we've got plenty of time for that. Besides, Lucy's a Canadian citizen. That practically guarantees me a green card or whatever. But don't you need to get... Barb, don't worry about it. It's just Canada. I mean, it's not like it's really another country. Flowers, boss. Right. Well, hey, it's after five. I gotta get going. <laughs> right. I don't have all day. Finally. Good evening. Where do you live? Yeah, yeah. Look, could we speed this along? I'm late for a party. Okay, and you live where? I live here. I mean, I'm going to live here. I mean, look, my wife and I just bought a place on Sunset Road, and the housewarming party's tonight. Could I just pass, please? I'm already late. And you're a citizen of what country? (laughs) I'm an American, obviously. I just live here with my wife, who's a Canadian. Okay, can I see some ID, please? We didn't used to have to show ID. Well, times change. Well, yes and no. Still plenty of bureaucrats throwing their weight around. (laughs) Sir, if I can just see some... I'm getting it, I'm getting it. Well? I remember. I left my wallet on the counter of the flower shop. The flower shop? Yes, I, I remember. I'll just get it on Monday. Uh, sir? Yes? I need to see your ID to let you through. I just told you it's at the flower shop. Can you go and get it, please? They're closed. The girl turned the sign just as I walked out the door. Well, could you at least go back and try, sir? I really shouldn't let you through without seeing I don't believe this. What are you guys guarding, Fort Knox? Sir, I need to see your ID. I just want to go to my new house. I understand that. But your new house is across the international boundary, and I can't... Oh, like that means anything. Excuse me? Look, little girl, it's one thing to keep people out of the U.S. We have a little terrorist problem. Maybe you've heard about it. But why are you making such a big deal about keeping people out of Canada? I mean, who even wants to come to this country except Americans looking for strong beer? Oh, don't go getting huffy. I'm going to ask you to turn this car around. Oh, come on. It it was a joke. Please pull through the overhang, make a left turn, and go across the bridge. That will take you directly back to the United States, where I'm sure you can find a way to get a legal ID. You're really doing this, aren't you? Please just go. I don't believe how seriously you people are taking this. Listen to yourself. Sir. It's only Canada. Sir, visiting this country is a privilege, which I am happy now to to deny you. I will call border enforcement if I have to. Good day. But I'm an American citizen. Obviously. Roll it down, please. Oh, hello, Pete. Bob. What's wrong? Your counterparts over there. The teenagers, Canadian Customs Hires now. Do you know what they did? To me? To me! Who's lived in this town my whole life. 
What was the purpose of your visit to Canada, Pete? Refused me. What? Turned me back right at the border like I was smuggling or something. Uh, just now, you mean? Yes, they turned me back. Why? Oh, that's the stupid thing. I, I left my wallet down at the flower shop and, you know... You don't have your wallet with you? Uh, no, I just told you. You have no form of ID on you. Bob, you know me. You've known me for years. Bob, <laughs> you're lucky I know you. Do you have any idea how much trouble you could get into trying to cross without papers? What is this? Checkpoint Charlie? Times have changed, Pete. It's not the same border it was when we were kids. Look, I understand. You guys have to do your job. But I just don't see where the Canadians get off treating me this way. We all have to do our jobs. You're taking their side? This is some kind of professional courtesy thing, isn't it? You should always have your ID. I told you. I forgot it at the flower shop. I know what it was like when we were kids, riding our bikes back and forth, talking to the guards, but times change. Why do we even have this border anymore? It just gets in the way. What are you going to do about your ID? Well, what choice do I have? Judy's over at the new house now, probably getting ready to call and rip me a new one for being late. Well, don't waste any more time over... Oh. Uh oh Yeah, that's her. I gotta take this. Pete! Pete, wait a minute! Oh, great. Do I arrest him now, or what? Flower shop closed. I told him it was closed. I don't know what the big deal's all about. I can't even just go to my own house. No, I have to show ID. Whoa! Pete! Bob, what do you think you're doing? Did you find that ID, Pete? You stepped right in front of my car! Pete, we have a situation here. Now, did you get that ID? No! The flower shop's closed, just like I told that girl it would be. Pete, you gotta pull over here and park. What? You took off out of here before I could clear you. We need to have you come inside and settle down. No way. Judy just called and gave me five minutes of what a lousy person I am because I'm not at her stupid party, and then warned me if I wasn't there in 15 minutes not to come at all. Well, Pete, you're going to have to come inside. You can't stop me, Bob. I'm not coming into the U.S. I'm leaving it. Pete? I don't have time for this crossing guard crap. I don't believe this. The whole world's going straight down the tubes, and it's people like that. What? Oh, great. Bob's following me in a jeep. That's just great. Doesn't anyone have a sense of humor anymore? Darn it, Judy. Why'd you need a centerpiece anyway? Okay, okay. What can they do if I just drive right through? Find me? Deport me? No, they'd never do that. This is crazy. I've, I've got a right to my own house. Look, they don't even have gates at the drive-thrus. There's one that's not even open. I'm just going to drive right on through. Hey, border! Here's what I think of your stupid border, you pompous jerks! You hear that? I'm gonna drive right through and there's nothing you can do to stop me. Uh... What's going on? Uh. Hey, senor. You're gonna get hurt driving like that. You hear that? Uh, see, si, see. Si. You have a good time, eh, senor? Uh, the gringos, they always have a good time in Juarez. The draft dodgers especially. Who are you people? Hey, that's right. Why are you not in the war, compadre? War? What war? You know, the war. 
The Nazis, the Japanese, these gringos, they remember the Alamo forever, but they forget Pearl Harbor in two years. Yeah, maybe they didn't cover it in the Americano papers, eh? <laughs> What's going on? Isn't this the border? See, si, of course. Then what are you talking about? What war? I know some come to war as to forget, but I think he overdoes it, Miguel. <laughs> are you talking about World War II? That was like 50 years ago. I get it. See, Roberto? El Gringo here. He pretends to be loco for the army so they don't want him. Oh, he is very smart. This is stupid. This is what, a joke? You calling us jokers, Gringo? No, no, no. It's just World War II is over. This is 2006. I mean, look at my car. Have you ever seen a car like this before? No, it's nice. How you afford a car like this? You a factory owner or something? I, I sell insurance. Mm. A lot of money and insurance. Ah, uh, see. Look, guys, I don't know what the joke is supposed to be, but I'm late for a party, so I'll just be uh, I'm tired of this. Rich Americano, not in the army, acting crazy. You agree, Miguel? See? A public nuisance. Get out of the car, senor. What are you doing? Uh, we got a nice little cell over here. You're going to sleep it off, okay? Look, you cannot do this to me. I'm an American citizen. Yeah, you got papers? I... I left it someplace? Oh, that's too bad. Get out of the car. No, you, you don't understand. You get out of the car, gringo. You really don't understand. I understand my cousin from El Paso. He died in Europe last month fighting in the U.S. for the U.S. Army, and I don't want to hear any more about your crazy excuses, draft dodger. Out before Miguel gets mad. <laughs> hey! Hey! Just drive. Just keep driving. They're shooting! They're shooting at me! <laughs> oh, God, my head. What? Oh. Alright, they're gone. That's good. That's great. Man, no wonder my head hurts. I plowed into a tree. Where am I? Well, not in Mexico. They don't have this much snow in Mexico. What happened to me? Food poisoning? No, that wouldn't do this. It's just stress, that's all. It's the move. And there's no signal. Of course there's no signal. You pay through the nose month after month. And I'll forget it. Where am I even? Is this out towards Pelland? I don't recognize it. There's a golden oldie. That's the sound of freedom. Benny Goodman with Let's Dance. You're listening to Radio Free Europe. What? Time now for news headlines on this, the 15th day of October, 1955. What? Well, the Soviet Union has officially announced that the war with Germany is over. Conclusion the rest of us came to ten years ago. Nice going, Boris. Next, you'll announce that you invented the telephone care of Alexander Graham Belsky. In sports, the Subway Series continues tonight as the Yanks of Brooklyn... Okay, alright, I, I just have to get a grip. This fence. Where have I seen a fence like this before? It almost looks... I need a stick. <laughs> well, isn't that something? An electric fence with barbed wire on top. 
stretching as far as the eye can see in 1955. It's the Cold War, right? Well, that settles it. I'm crazy. Ostronavia Vutsa! Oh, good. Cards. Coming this way. Ostronavia Vutsa! Halt! Ye- yelling in Russian. Shooting at me in Russian. All right, I don't think I need to see any more. <laughs> oh, come on, baby. Come on, baby. Please start for me. Please, please start. Come on. Yes, 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 yes. I gotta get away. I gotta get back. It, it's just some kind of... It, it, I don't know what it is. I just have to get back home. Bob, where am I? Uh, you're at the customer station. You, they turned you around back there again, did they? Pete, I tell you, you have about the worst attitude about this thing. Bob, are there bullet holes in my car? Bullet holes? <laughs> Pete, you don't look so good. Why don't you pull over under the canopy and we can talk? Oh, okay. <laughs> More coffee, Pete? No, I'm, I'm fine. So you, so you just need a little rest. That's, that's right. I, I just need to settle my nerves. Thanks for letting me use the office, Bob. And believe it or not, Customs is here to serve. But getting back to that crack about bullet holes... <laughs> I, I told you it was a joke. You didn't look like you were joking. Oh, you, you know me, Bob. I, I never know when to quit joking. I got kicked my, out of my own grandma's funeral. I ever tell you that? Uh, no. Oh, I was six years old, but it was hilarious. Pete, if you don't mind uh, me saying, uh, well, you look like death warmed over. You've been back and forth across the border all day, causing trouble on both sides. The Canadians did call, by the way. They want us to cut you off next time. Bob, this is very important. Did they tell you what I did? What do you mean? Did they specifically say what it was I was doing at their crossing? I mean, did I just drive through or what? Well, they said you crossed without permission, yes. And what did I do after that? Uh, maybe you need something stronger than coffee. Bob. Then again, maybe you've already had it. Uh, What do you mean? Don't you know what you did when you crossed the border? Well, of course. I drove across and then... And then I drove back here. Uh, But I wanted to know what they thought I did. They thought you caused a public nuisance and should be denied entrance into Canada. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, but did they say anything about my car disappearing in a flash of light? Okay. Uh, I shouldn't have said that. Okay, we're just going to sit here for a while, Pete. Bob, I'm seeing things. Yeah, I believe that. First, I try to cross the border, and suddenly it's 1943, and I'm not crossing our border. I'm crossing the Mexican one, and there's these two scary-looking guards with guns calling me a draft dodger. Uh Uh-huh. And then I try to turn back here. Suddenly, 1955, and I'm in Russia or something, and commies with machine guns are chasing me and shooting at me. So that's why you asked about bullet holes. That's why I asked about the bullet holes, right. See, you see, that's why I've been acting so weird. I keep trying to cross the border, and I end up crossing someplace else. Uh, wait here, Okay. Pete, this is Cindy. Hello, 
Hello, Pete. Bob's told me all about you. Hi. Uh, what exactly are you doing? Oh, nothing. Just checking your pupils and looking at your forearms. What for? Cindy's also an EMT with the fire department. I think he's clean. Nothing. Nothing I can see right off. He's not drunk and there are no needle marks. They'll be able to tell more at the hospital. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. What are you guys thinking? It's okay, Mr. Linus. We're going to get you to the hospital now. You think I've been using drugs? That's crazy. I don't use drugs. I've just been time traveling. <laughs> Yikes. Should we cuff him? I don't know. Guys, please. You know what? I was kidding. That's right. Big joke. All of it. <laughs> hey! Pete, it's for your own good. What are you doing? We're going to get you some help now, Mr. Linus. No, come on. It was a joke. Get his other arm. I gotta go home. My wife's gonna kill me. When we tell her what happened, I'm sure she'll understand. You gonna put me in the nuthouse, Bob? We're gonna make sure you get some help before you time travel someplace else. Wait. What is it? I just thought of something. What? This. Oh! Hey! Gotta run! Bye! Stop or I'll shoot! Wait! Bob, he's getting away! Well, go after him! Don't, don't shoot him! He's a harmless nut! He didn't look very harmless! His car! You got the keys from him, right? Uh... Oh, great. It's a police state! That's what it is! Lock me up! Oh, you can't do that! I'm an American citizen! Okay, maybe I should be locked up, but that's not the point! I've got a right to go to my home and see my beautiful wife who's not speaking to me. It's my right. You hear that, Canadian Customs? It's my right. Hey! I did it. I made it across the border. You can't stop me. You hear that? No one can stop me from... This is Captain of Federation Starship contacting unknown vehicle. Identify yourself, please. <laughs> Repeat, this is the Starship Captain. Please identify yourself. Hello? Captain, I'm sensing great stress. Thank you, Counselor, but we'll take it from here. Mr. Spock, I need an ID on that vehicle. Now. Complete now, Captain. It's a 21st century Earth transportation device, strictly non-space-going. What's it called? A Honda Civic, Captain. Spock, what's a 400-year-old car doing floating around out there in the Romulan neutral zone? Insufficient data, Captain. There is no logical reason for the car to be trying to cross this border at this time. You there, Honda Civic. <laughs> yes? Do you have any... Identification. <laughs> Have you anything Captain. to declare? Have you anything to declare? Civic is being sucked into that black hole. Have you anything to declare? Oh well. Lunch. Have you anything to declare? Have you anything to declare? Have you anything to declare?
Sir? Sir, can you please open up, please? Sir? Huh? Your window, please? Uh, oh, uh, right. Where do you live? Uh, here. I just, I just bought a place. Oh, good for you. Address? 1612 Sunset Road. That's a nice neighborhood. I noticed you have a U.S. license plate. Are you a Canadian citizen? I, um... Sir? Excuse me, do you remember me? Uh, no, I'm sorry, I don't. But I'm pretty new at the station. But I, uh, um... Sir? I went through earlier today. You, you don't remember me? I'm sorry, I don't. That's perfectly okay. <laughs> uh, I am a U.S. citizen. Okay. Can I see some ID, please? I, I don't have any. Well, what's that there? Huh? What do you mean? There. In that flower basket. Next to you. It's my wallet! I didn't even know it was there! Funny how that kind of thing happens. Are those natural flowers, by the way? Yes. Are they a plot or a pot, or are they cut? I think, uh, yeah, they're in a little planner. No, I don't think my wife even thought about that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to confiscate them. But you know, there's a flower shop on Scott Street that's open till 8. You could pick something up there. Sir? Thank you. Sure, here's your ID back. No, no, I, I, I mean, thank you. I, I've lived on the border my whole life, and I know things have been kind of strange since 9-11 and all that, but I just, I know people don't say it enough. I, I live in Canada, I work in the U.S., I, I just wanted to say thank you. You're welcome, sir. Are you feeling all right? Oh, I'm fine. I just traveled a long way today. <laughs> okay, then. Have a good day, or a good stay, and welcome home. Thanks. Game's just starting. Peter Linus has lived on the border his whole life. But today, for the first time, he understands what it means to be a citizen of something bigger than himself. We are the Icebox Radio Theater. Justin Kapla is Peter Linus. Jim Yant, Scott Turner, Diane Adams, and myself.